1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, August 28th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Rogue One at Gary Whitta. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. It's a big week for us. PAX, so, it's all happening. Yeah, it is. It's a huge week for us. It's a huge week for you. Of you're, course, you're going to PAX. You're going to go do the main speech, the main you're, stage. You're flying out today.
2: Today, yeah, right. I'm here. flying out tomorrow. Look at us. I'm giving the keynote address. Friday morning, 10.30 in the Paramount Theatre, if you're in the PAX. I hope you'll come join us. Um, yeah, we were just talking about our our, our um, schedules. PAX schedules. I mean you're very. I mean I'm only, I'm only doing a few things.
1: You're very busy. As always, you know how it is for Greg Miller. You're the Remember, man. of course, you're the man in demand Guild Wars event Friday morning. We'll be streaming at twitch.tv slash kind of funny games nine AM. If you're in Seattle, come it's not at PAX. The kind of funny games showcase Friday, four thirty PM at PAX. Come to that Raven Theater, also streaming, also on Kind of Funny Games. And then Saturday, nine PM, the kind of funny InterSight Championship Tournament. Gary Wood is in it, nine PM. That's right hosted by myself and Snowbike Mike, Mike. Uh, kind of funny.com slash events has all these details you can watch them all in kind of funny games uh, other surprise anu- things I'll be doing there that I can't announce yet oh really yeah, yeah okay yeah. cool I told you the one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, where yeah I'll be yeah, popping up but I can't secret. can't talk about Gotta that yet. Keep it under the you hat. got your space rock stickers
2: <laughs> so yeah so I mean uh, last week on the show we pimped this for 18 full minutes that's how we do it here. we'll keep it much shorter this time uh, uh, Friday Saturday Sunday I, I don't know how long that'll last but we'll have about 90 copies of Space Rocks 6th floor the convention center in the Bandland area come see. Me, i'll give you a copy of space rocks explain to you why you should well, not play a copy i'll sell you a copy of Space Rocks. i'll, space space I'll, g- I'll give it to you but then you will also give me money um,
1: <laughs> you didn't say who's giving
2: what to what and when <laughs> and i'll explain to you why you should not play under any circumstances if you come by and it's sold out I, who knows what might happen um we do have about 100 pins and about 500 of these uh space Rocks stickers all you have yeah. to do is come up to me and ask for one and if we've got
1: one uh, I'll, I'll give it to you i put it on my phone phone. look at that yeah Notice you have never put a kind of funny sticker on your phone. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
2: With like I'm a looking forward to PAX. Show, PAX I think is a great show, dude. I love favorite. PAX. It's my favorite place. I love it. I, love I just tweeted
1: beforehand, like, woof, it's gonna be a day. Like the day is already intent on breaking me before we can get to PAX. How's that? There's just so much to do. There's so much to shove into today, let alone then is the next day's at PAX. I'm not
2: leaving I'm not we're not leaving until like lunchtime tomorrow, but today yeah. is all packing. Yeah. I got a bunch of work shit to, to you know to tie off before I can leave. Sure. Yeah, you know,
1: there's a lot there's a lot to do. Got an MCU movie script finished, don't you? Better a movie to finish there? Huh? Maybe a Star Trek. <laughs> maybe DC. What are you doing? What Suicide Squad? You working you helping James go You'll Susan? find out soon enough. I better find out soon one of these days. But enough about Gary Whitta. Today we're gonna talk about Telltale Games being reanimated. Aladdin and Lion King coming back. That's right, it's some kind of time warp because this is Kinda of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday and a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash kinda funny games. Uh if you are watching live no, you give us your question, comments, concerns. Everything under the video game sun, there. Then you can tune in to watch us record the show live, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. If you're watching live, you've a special job. Go to kindofunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you, like we already said, PAX is this weekend. We're all doing a bunch of stuff. You can catch all the kind of funny stuff at kindofunny.com slash events. If you want to see me? Those panels are up there. If you want to go to a community get-together, you got to know where the community goes. Wink. Find it. Not, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying, Bear? Wink and... Winking like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, because I'm going to PAX today. This is my final kind of funny games daily of the week. Don't cry. Tim will be here tomorrow to help you out. Maybe. He's having another eye issue. Tim with these eyes. What's going on with these eyes? He's, I, he has got this eye problem. Is it just that
2: they're too good looking?
1: No, it's not even that. It's because they keep getting red and crying and stuff. It's an ongoing thing he's had for a while. Really? He's had drops and stuff, and now he's back to the doctor today. But I assume huh. he'll be here tomorrow. Okay. Uh, however, I, w- I would have normally announced this... On Friday for Kind of Funny Games Daily programming. But since but this I is your Friday. Exactly. Since I won't be here on Friday, I'm announcing it now. Don't worry about the rest of this week. Don't worry about anything. Kind of Funny Games Daily is fine. Of course, Monday off, Labor Day, we're actually taking a day off. But more importantly, ladies and gentlemen, next Thursday and Friday on Kind of Funny Games Daily, one, Imran Khan is going to come in. The newest. Oh, the,
2: new, the, new, uh, the new recruit. The new co-host.
0: Who had a cover for Fran yesterday.
2: Oh, I, about whom I was not consulted, by the way. I assume you'd be fine with him. You you, you you assume a lot, Greg. Yeah, well, I no, mean, also, I don't
1: great. care. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, but I mean, anything that's potentially a threat
2: to me, I got to keep my eye oh, on. Oh,
1: well, Imran's not going to be a threat to you. Nobody can you come in here and now. fill 18 minutes self promoting like <laughs> you can't <laughs> do uh, Next week, Thursday and Friday, Imran is going to host. I will be out on a job. Fran will be out on a job. Andrew will be out for a wedding. Tim will be out on another wedding. So,
2: Which I, by the way, have never done. No one's ever asked me to host. This guy's been here for five minutes. He's hosting. And I'm not supposed to see that as a threat.
1: No, because you you work best as second banana. You get to be the comedy one. You need a straight man to work. That's true. You're you think right. you are going to show up here in a? No, stra- you are right. It's the role. Sh- it's
2: it's the role in w- to which I'm I'll, best I'll, I will
1: do it one day. You, no, I actually. No, actually I, I want you to show up in a shirt no. and tie and honestly, If
2: you actually said to me, "Can you be? Can I sit in that chair?" I'd be mortified. You gather I all the news. It. You, couldn't, yeah, do no, you no, no, couldn't do it. You break under the pressure.
1: Imran won't though. But more well, importantly, he's a pro. exactly, we need to define co-hosts for Imran. And so I said, Imran, you're new. Who in the San Francisco Bay Area would you want to host with? Anybody, IGN, GameSpot, who don't you get to work with enough on camera? And he said, Greg, I don't care. I'm excited to work with anybody. And then guess what happened, ladies and gentlemen? I went home and I watched Kind of Funny Games Daily because this is on the day of his first appearance, right? Yeah, yeah. And I watched his episode and something struck me uh that i wasn't prepared for and i didn't think through obviously because we all have our own lives and we're running about doing our own things but it was imran getting to sit down uh last week on friday for his first show and talking to a microphone and talk about his feelings and remind the audience that he existed and it totally went over my head i guess that when the game informer layoffs happened these people and their avenues to talk to their audience in their normal ways got snuffed out, right? All of a sudden, boom, they're gone. Game Informer still doing shows, Game Informer talking about it, Andy coming on, giving a great speech. But to see Imran sit next to me and have a chance to say his piece. I listened to the episode, and it was very, uh, quite touching, I thought. Remind the world of, hey, I'm still here, and this is what I'm doing, and these are my plans, and this is it. After I got to listen to that, I hit up Imran, and I said, hold on one second, and instead I hit up Tim Geddes. And I said, hey, I have an idea. Is this a dumb idea? He said, no, it's not a dumb idea. Let's do it. What we're doing next week on Thursday and Friday for Games Daily is I reached out to Imran and I said, hey, uh, I would love to uh, give everybody a job. I can't. But I know you're still talking to the other people who got laid off from Game Informer. Do you want to talk to them? You guys amongst yourself decide on two people who kind of funny will fly out here and put up for Thursday and Friday so that two-game informer, ex-game informer folks do the shows with you. You guys do your own Gamescast. Next week's Gamescast will be Imran and his two-game informer, or ex-game informer friends. They will do the show together. It will be their games cast. They will do two games dailies together. It will be a chance for them all to talk. Not about the layoffs, necessarily. It's their show, whatever they want to do. But more importantly, do what they do, and that's talk about video games and share the news with you. So next week, uh, you're going to have Imran hosting Thursday and Friday. His co-hosts are going to be JV, and surreal we're bringing both of them out from minneapolis to come out here uh be in the bay area do shows with uh, imran do the games cast like i said next week on themselves pa- uh, patreon.com kind of funny games if you want to watch live thursday but next week uh there we go Helping That's great. three of them out, doing the best I, I, I
2: i love i love that you're doing that i love that you're in a position to Me be too. able to give these guys a platform you know when they could really
1: use it yeah and that i mean that was the thing about it of like when i had a chance to think it through and listen to Imran, like as an audience member not as a co-host it was that thing of like oh man like I'm sure I'd love to get everybody out here obviously we don't have that kind of bandwidth to get all uh five people out from here but to I uh, have that opportunity for two more people to come out here and have a moment to say hey yeah this is who we are and what we do and I think it's also that we all as consumers of games journalism uh enthusiast pressed fall in our camps right so when imran would cross over and be oh it's the game informer guy he's cool some of you might go listen to the game informer podcast but many probably didn't and stuck with kind of funny or stuck with IGN or whatever the ability for them to come here and do something on our shows and be like this is who we are and this is our vibe and this is how we talk about games and this is, I'm, I'm jv and these are the games i love like i want that i want those people to have that chance. i love it so that's next week uh thank you to our patreon producers uh blackjack and mohammed mohammed today we're brought to you by upstart and brooklyn but i'll tell you about that later for now Let's start a beefy... (laughs) Actually get into the news inside 10 minutes. What is and forever will be. The Roper Report. (laughs) Time for some
2: news. Speaking of things coming back from the dead.
1: Number one, Telltale Games has been reanimated. This... Comes from a plucky young upstart reporter, Colin Campbell at Polygon. (laughs) Telltale Games, which was shut down last year, is being revived after its assets were purchased by a company called LCG Entertainment. The new company will sell some of Telltale's back catalog and will work on new games based on a few Telltale-associated properties, as well as new licenses. The new Telltale is headed up by Jamie... Oddly, we'd say right, and Brian Waddle. Oddly said that some workers from the original Telltale Games will be offered freelance roles with full-time positions possible in the future. Oddly has spent much of his career in mobile games, most recently a founder and CEO of Galaxy Pest Control, which is best known for licensed games based on Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers. Waddle's preview experience includes running sales and marketing for the Havoc game engine. Neither worked at Telltale Games prior to its shuttering in 2018. In an interview with Polygon, Oddly confirmed that the new business has back catalog rights to licensed properties, The Wolf Among Us and Batman, as well as full rights to original Telltale games such as Puzzle Agent. Quote, There are some other expired licenses that we're looking at, he said. Oddly said it's possible the new Telltale will pick up some stories where they left off. Quote, We are still evaluating, but we definitely want to continue some of the stories. Uh, He said, But it looks like The Walking Dead won't be coming back. That license is now owned by Skybound, which has its own plans for game releases. The status of previous Telltale licenses, such as Borderlands, Game of Thrones, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Minecraft, have not been announced. When asked about Telltale's previous plans to release a game based on Stranger Things, he said the rights reverted back to Netflix. Oddly said that he bought the rights to Telltale because he believes in the future of adventure games. Quote, this is a viable business that went away due to market conditions and some scale choices, uh, parentheses Telltale previous management made. He said, I like games that tell stories and I think our industry should have a company that specializes in narrative driven games. The revived Telltale Games will be based in Malibu, California, about 400 miles from the original studio's headquarters in San Rafael. Quote, we're going to stay small over the next six months, and we will work for more of a distributed development pipeline than Telltale was known for. Oddly said, we'll focus on tools, technology and design in house. Some things like animation and motion capture will be done with the right partnerships externally. End quote. Oddly explained that the company is looking to evol- I'm sorry, looking at evolving Telltale's episodic model. Quote, we will probably keep the concept of episodes, but with different pacing. This is a different world from a media consumption standpoint. We need to look at how people like to entertain themselves. I like the idea of binge watching, end quote. Even though I read a lot of that, even more at Polygon in uh, Colin Campbell's article and interview. Gary, you, of course, are one of the reasons Telltale failed. They brought you in all the time for story consultant, and paid you too much. What they do you paid, think of they
2: this? Paid me, they paid me so much money; they had they went under. Yeah, <laughs> they backed the wrong horse. On that Not true,
1: but you did. You did work at Telltale. You I consult. did.
2: Um, I tweeted about this earlier today. Look, the, I'm, I'm cautious. I was very surprised when I heard this, but I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Um, uh, again, as 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 someone who was a teeny tiny part of the Telltale story, I always uh, I was very very sad to see them go away. Sure, they were a terrific, terrific company. I, I just as recently as. You know what, seven years ago, they were hoovering up every award in town for The Walking Dead. And then the company, if anything, The Walking Dead arguably... Was was both their platform to greater success and their undoing because I don't sword, think right? I don't think they could handle the, the the scale at which they 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 scale well, up. Well, I
1: saw success there, right, and it then everybody much, wanted much, to work with them too and, much too soon, and it seems like they didn't and, they, say and, no. it, and it got away from them. Exactly. I think that's
2: that's kind of the layman's you know post mortem model. it. Sure. Um, so I'm cautiously, up, I'm glad to see it come back. I'm cautiously, up, I don't know these guys. I don't know who they are. Yeah. I tweeted about this earlier. today. I can only hope that these guys um, uh, will be responsible stewards. And have serious intentions about bringing this back in the right way.
1: It's funny because when I woke up this morning and opened Twitter, I saw Schreier tweeting about this first. uh, Jason Schreier from Kotaku, of course. And he was being, I'd say, aggressive in regard to it, which tainted what I thought the article was going to read like and what, what the news was going to be. But he was coming at it from the offense that... So many uh, uh, of sites and IGNs and GameSpots were, like Telltale's being revived. Telltale's back. And him being like, they're not back. Yeah, somebody bought the yeah, name. Somebody bought the name. They don't have the people. That's a starting the point. Thing. Yeah, exactly.
2: Right? And they obviously have intentions to bring it back. And they're talking yeah. about bringing back some of the original people. Yeah um but you know they're talking about just freelancers and outsourcing and, and changing the model like this is not going to be the old telltale and
1: that's the thing that so many people i saw rami and nor Ismail. should it be because yeah. the old
2: telltale failed
1: exactly rami out there saying like you remember that you, you know a brand's a brand the people who make your games are the people who made your games like right. they're not the same thing but the virtual boy writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can and says hello g2 I like that. I like that. That's that could be our Ooh. name now. You know what I mean? Yeah. G2. Franger, right. you get G-G. out of GG. All you could call G-G. is GG. GG! There you yes. go. All right. With the recent news of Telltale's resurrection, complete with new owners and a brand new team, should fans of Telltale and Adventure Games be excited? Apprehensive? Early reactions seem to be skeptical, citing apprehension about an entirely different team taking over the licenses. If this new studio just named itself something other than Telltale, would there be less skepticism? To me, what Telltale did, and hopefully now will do, is unique enough in this industry that I'm just glad somebody is taking up the mantle. Thanks. Again, seeing the Jason tweets for a second put me on a different line of thinking coming into the article. Reading Colin's article, reading Colin's uh, uh, interview here... It seems like they're saying the right things of this. Where, hey man, we're not, we're trying not to make the mistakes of the past. We understand what the Telltale brand is. We want to keep telling those stories. We think there is a spot for adventure games, slash episodic games, story driven, narrative driven content like this. And I like that we're gonna stay sm- like I, same thing. Where I think I saw the the information being taken out of context a bit on Twitter of like, oh, they're gonna offer Telltale people freelance roles. That kind of sucks. But to the same. Article and conversation here, right? Like we're staying small these first six months. We're trying to get yeah. all the ducks in a row before we really capitalize on this and go somewhere with it, which then makes sense of. Yes, yeah, we're not going to bring start these- small yeah. and build.
2: So I think I think that makes sense. Um, I I I am neither. Ex- I, I'm. I'm not overly excited. I'm not overly skeptical. I I'm mean, I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm, I, I, I'm keeping an open mind. This could go either way. Yeah, These 100%. guys are saying the right things. They're starting small. They seem on the surface to have good intentions. I'm actually curious to know how much they, they got the name for. What do you think that name was worth? I don't know, man. And okay, that, that's, it could have been like a few grand. I mean, calls, it could have been nothing. Oh, my
1: God. It's got to be more than that because it's got to come with some of the debt, right? And some of that jazz? I mean, like who who knows? I don't you know have, if they
2: took on debt. I don't know. They're talking. You know, they, they obviously bought the existing
1: IP as well. Yeah, I mean, if you have. Back catalog licensed properties, the Wolf Among Us and Batman, like I mean, that's I mean part of the
2: part of the issue is that Telltale is in, in, in post Walking Dead. They just hoovered up every licensed property yeah, they could, yeah. and it was built almost entirely on licensed games. To go back to the stuff that Telltale owns, you have to go back to like like as I said, Puzzle Agent and much older games. Um, look, I, I would love to see the Telltale story continue. If you know your history, Telltale has a very storied history. It actually, connects directly to. You know, Lucas right. and Lucasfilm Games, and a lot of the guys that started Telltale came from the world of Sam, uh, of Sam and Max, well, and yeah, Monkey Island, and, and Max, Zach McCracken yeah. and those old classic games. Yeah. So Telltale is a really important part of, um, of, of, of adventure and story based game history, and I would love to see that history continue. So I feel like this is a, this is on on its face, it's better than nothing happening, exactly. right? Nothing yeah, bad yeah. has happened yet. Let's keep an open mind,
1: and we'll see. Yeah, I think. Uh, the skepticism obviously makes sense because people are coming at you. We don't know these people. What are you talking about, right? But uh, I think you nail it, Virtual Boy. Right of what Telltale did and hopefully will do is unique enough in the industry that I'm glad somebody's taking up the mantle. I think taking up the mantle, like we were talking about, you can make it anything. Why would you name your company? Like, it kind of has shades of the THQ Nordic stuff. Why would you name your company after a failed company, right? Right. right. I feel the brand of Telltale and what a Telltale game is. Is so much stronger than what a THQ game is. I mean, it's so the, much more positive.
2: The Telltale name definitely has value, but there is a cautionary tale here. Look at Atari. Atari mm-hmm. was one of the was, and I and I and I specify was one of the great blue chip brands. Everyone knows Atari. Sure. Everybody, you can buy an Atari T-shirt at Target. Everybody knows it. Yeah. But it's but but to people in games, that name is virtually meaningless now because that name has been bought and sold and passed around through so many people who were not responsible stewards who did not um uh do the the atari brand name justice and now the and over years the atari brand name has become it's whatever virtually worthless in terms of credibility i would hate to that that's the, that's the worst case scenario
1: yeah yeah into your other question virtual boy should te- fans of telltale and adventure games be excited I say yes. Apprehensive, of course, but it goes back to the CNE panel I did with Nathan Vella, where he said something that I thought was poignant about people taking deals with Epic, people taking deals with PlayStation for exclusivity. That basically that ensures that your studio is around, and more studios is always a good thing. Yeah, more studios that are saying, "Hey, I want to make adventure, narrative-driven content." That's a good thing. Is this going to be the best thing ever? Is it going to capture the <coughs> bless you the glory days of what Telltale was? Who knows? That's a really hard thing to do. Just probably look, not.
2: Your, your your attitude to this is going to be defined by what your at your general attitude is. Yeah. I'm not, if, if you're generally a cynical person, you're probably pretty cynical about this. If you're an optimistic person, you might be, there's not enough information to tilt totally. you either
1: way. Right. Just now. an interesting thought.
2: Yeah. If this was, let me ask. Like, this was like Tim Schaefer and Ron Gilbert buying it. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my god, yeah, this is sure. amazing. But right. I don't know who the fuck these guys are.
1: Exactly. So I mean, who knows? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Duck Dynasty. Uh, Ignacio Rojas writes into patreon.com Slash kind of funny games it says How's it going Greg and Gary gray No, we don't Grary? like that. No, we No, that's like G-G- G-G- I stick with GG. G-G. Yeah. Uh, with the recent news of the revival of Telltale Games, I have to ask, is the Telltale model a sustainable one today? Do episodic adventure games have the same place in gaming like they did seven years ago? What does this new Telltale having to have to... Oh, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it's always keep being awesome. P.S. Will the InterSight Championship be streamed? Yes, it will be. Twitch.tv such kind of funny games. If PAX doesn't go down because we're just hosting them. Doesn't matter. Is it uh, be live streamed? Oh shit! All our panels are yeah, okay. last stream there. Uh, Gary, it's something that came up in here, right? We're at the very end. We're t- we need to talk about look at how people entertain themselves. This is oddly uh, saying, right? Uh, I like the idea of binge watching. Do you think if Telltale comes around this new Telltale, yeah, they still do the adventure games? Do you think what he's saying there means that we're still gonna get five episodes, but they're all gonna drop at once? I mean, just in
2: general, just in general, I would say I the 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 binge watching model that Netflix introduced. Mm-hmm. I personally am not a fan of. If really? I would, yeah, if I were to have a TV show, I mean I'm I mean I, it is not a hypothetical. I I am developing a bunch of TV shows right now. She Hulk and I would I love the idea. Moon Knight. Which one are you doing? I love the idea. <laughs> I'm so sad that it's real. Have you seen that that fake Moonlight uh, Moon Knight comic panel that's going around? Which one? Where Moon Knight is walking around in Dra- in um, in Dracula's castle.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that.
2: Anyway. <laughs> Um, I would. I'd be thrilled to have a TV show on Netflix, but yeah. I don't love the the binge model. Really? I, I prefer to be able to curate the pace at which people consume mm. it, and, and, and I feel I feel that you get more bang for your buck in terms of every week there's another media hit like the Game, of, Game of Thrones is a constant example every Sunday night every Monday morning a you of the conversation yeah, yeah right good or bad people are talking about Game of Thrones yeah when it all happens at once it's all that, that whole meat that conversation's all over in 24 hours sure because people sit up all night watching it that's. I mean, it's not. I guess if you want to have the freedom to do that, you can do that. If you want to just pace yourself and watch an episode every week, you can do that. But I prefer the old-fashioned model of like... That's the only thing in here that gives me pause. And that's the only thing that... Again, maybe I'm just old-fashioned. I, I like the idea of the content being meted out on a regular... Like, yeah. I, like, I like the idea of looking forward to next week's episode. You don't get to do that with a binge model.
1: But here's the thing I think maybe we're getting too specific, right? Or t- making the timetable too close... I think Telltale 2.0, is what I'm going to call it for this conversation, would benefit a lot by learning from the mistakes of Telltale, and w- in all due respect to them, and it's a great game, Life is Strange 2, and rather than do what Old Telltale did, of like, and I'm talking Old Telltale, when it would be, the game came out, and then a couple months later, there's still no episode 2, where is that going to be at? Uh, and right now, Life is Strange, there's such a huge gap between episodes, that it's I don't think there's a discussion there either because nobody's that jazz. So many people are waiting. So many people are playing. I turn it on. I'm like, wait, where was I in Life is Strange? Two? What's happening? What if? I think they could learn a lot and not release them till they're done and then release them once a week. That was going to say. I was going to say
2: the exact same thing, Greg. You finally said something I can get behind. GG, buddy, right? GG. Um, here's what I would say. I, I love the idea. So rather, cause this is the problem that I had with. And again, I love working on The Walking Dead. I love working at Telltale. But a month between episodes is is a long time to wait. Yeah. Um, And and sometimes they could even be delayed if development gets behind. What I would say, if if you're going to rack up all the content and have it all ready to go, rather than drop it all at once drop it every week like a tv show it only takes yeah. a couple of hours to play through these episodes and and then own, and like I own own the own the conversation yeah. for like 5 weeks yeah a new episode every week maybe that's the middle ground it's not binge but it's not waiting every it's not waiting a month or two I mean months. that's cuz
1: it's just like you're saying where Game of Thrones right now, like secession, right? Like you, Sunday, Sunday nights are so great for television. There's always something on Sunday. Where I'm like, I can't wait for the new episode, right? But that's because I know it's coming week to week, and it's easy right. to keep up with. When it is, right. life is strange, and it's like, all right, cool. Episode four just dropped, and I think uh, of funny.com slash you're wrong. The next episode's December, right? The next episode. That's a long I, time to wait. I mean, wait. like, ah, oh, yeah. It's like, no, I'll just by wait. By that this point. time,
2: you've probably forgotten a lot of the story.
1: 100. That's what happened with me. Where when they released episode three, I was like, wait, did I ever play episode two? And I look at the Wikipedia, I was like, oh, I combined it all into one episode. Yeah, I did play it, but. The
2: weekly model, I like like that. Try try that. Try something new.
1: Gary, they're still on the ground floor here in Malibu. We can call them up. We can be there. We can be co-founders with them. Uh, Number two... Aladdin and Lion King are also back. This is Sam Claiborne at IGN. Disney Classic Games, Aladdin and the Lion King, will be getting box retail versions for consoles in addition to digital versions. The current game list for Disney Classic Games, Aladdin and the Lion King, is Disney's Aladdin, Sega Genesis version. Disney's Aladdin, Game Boy version. Includes Super Game Boy version, which implies a bit more color, Super Game Boy style. Disney's Aladdin Final Cut We don't know what this is, but we ask We haven't heard back Great job, Sam Disney's Aladdin trade show demo A demo version, quote, that has not been publicly available since 1993, according to the press release Uh, The Lion King Sega Genesis version The Lion King Super Nintendo version The Lion King Game Boy version, parentheses, also includes Super Game Boy version Notable in the press release is the absence of the SNES version of Disney's Aladdin A very different game than the Genesis version Which, I'm sorry, that also has the distinction of being uh, designed by Resident Evil creator Shinji Mikami. We've reached out to confirm if the SNES version won’t be included in the final list, but haven't heard back at this time. Other notable inc- exclusions uh, include the Sega G- Game Gear version of both Disney's Aladdin and Lion King, the latter of which is regarded highly for its improved gameplay and expense... oh, I'm sorry, improved gameplay at the expense of graphics. Uh, the Disney Classic Games Aladdin and the Lion King Collection is in the capable hands hands of classic game archeological archeologists. Digital Eclipse.
2: Oh, I, I love those guys. Creators Mike, of Mike
1: and his team. The feature yeah yeah feature packed Mega Man Legacy Collection and Disney Afternoon Collection.
2: Those guys. You can, always, you can always trust those guys to do a good job yeah. when they bring back classic really games.
1: Really good. Uh, here are the features already confirmed for Disney Classic Games, Aladdin and the Lion King. Upscaled graphics, parentheses, although you can access the original builds too. Filters for visual enhancements, parentheses, it looks like scan lines are simulated in the screenshots. Customizable controls, interactive game viewer that lets you watch a pre-recorded play and jump into... Oh, watch! Or, oh, this is interesting. Interactive game viewer that lets you watch a pre-recorded play and jump into the game at any time, like the SNK cool. 40th Anniversary Collection. A rewind feature so you can undo your mistakes on the fly. An explorable museum of behind-the-scenes development assets, including interviews. Art gallery, music player. The Disney Classic Games Aladdin and Lion King Collection will be out this fall, though no specific release date has been announced. It will retail for twenty nine ninety nine US. No UK or Australian prices are available as of yet. There you go. Why Everybody's like, why is DuckTales getting ripped down, right? Clearly because Disney's got plans for all their classic games now. John Drake over there, Big Cigar, mountain of Drake money. John Drake making moves. He's jumping. He's, He's already not making standing moves. He's not standing still. He's not standing, He's not still. standing still. Absolutely yeah. not. Um, I like it. I do, too. Uh, again, these are games that I remember, but they didn't really resonate with me in terms of st- I know so many people have memories tied up in this. What I love about it is what you just talked about with the uh, digital clips doing it right. The TLC being put into it.
2: Oh, I mean, this, they do all, the, the, the interactive museum stuff. they really right? go to town with all that nostalgia stuff. Yeah. Tons and tons of, of background material. I mean, all these different modes are, are really fun. Um, I know again, so much like you for different reasons, but much like you, these games don't have any special place in my memory because yeah. I was never a Genesis Super Nintendo guy. You were like, what, I was more 50 on, by the time I was more on like the I was I'm mean, the Amiga guy during those yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do know that these games, particularly Aladdin Beloved. And I believe particularly on the Genesis, a lot of funness out there for these yeah. games. So people I saw on Twitter the other day a lot of excitement about these games coming back. Do you think this is coincidental or is this part of like the whole big because these are two movies that disney just rebooted in live action recently Do you sure. think this is part of like some whole big synergistic thing or is yeah. it just coincidental i
1: think it, i think it's synergistic in the way that disney game disney's getting serious about games i think they know that these are well they hired john drake you can't get any more serious than that I, exactly i know they know that these are bulls in the chamber yet yet to fire i think yep. and yeah they're you know now more than ever right they're yep. back in the public mindshare those movies did so well
2: yeah um a couple of things it on me. um it is strange, isn't it? Where's the Super Nintendo version of Aladdin? They've got a trade show demo and game Super Game Boy, but no Super Nintendo.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I, you know, of course, Sam Claiborne, uh, the definitive voice on all things retro over at IGN. It's I like that he calls out this idea that it was from Makame. I didn't even know that, and I don't I don't know the differences of it and why they'd want to keep that off or what. The other licensing The other thing and, that
2: I find interesting, just going back historically, yeah. maybe someone in your wrong can uh, who who knows the, the history can BCW
1: ex- everybody in your wrongs confirming I am the best and correct that it is December third for Life is Strange episode five.
2: Okay, good job. Um, I always found it interesting back in the day that when they did, and this is true of other games as well, but Aladdin's a great example of it. That when they did Aladdin on the Genesis and the Super Nintendo, they weren't just ports of each other, but they were two very different games. It seems like a like why not? It just seems like it would be cheaper and more efficient just to release the same game on two different platforms, as was the norm. Yep. Why develop two very different versions? Of the same license. I mean, it's cool that they did because you got two different games. But yeah. from a from a business standpoint, that just seems odd.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know why they ever did that. I, don't, I will have to watch because, of course, the Explorable Museum has behind the scenes development assets and uh, interviews. And, and just as a general, and
2: I also know that Lion King does. it. I believe the Lion King is known for being notoriously difficult. I have,
1: Aladdin is as well. Right, but yeah. I,
2: I've seen I've seen a bunch of people uh, streaming. Uh, the Lion King. On If you go to the sure. retro channel on Twitch where I like to hang out. You, you live there. I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, and I know that people, Aladdin's very popular, but Lion King uh, is popular too. Mm. Okay. So, you know, th- th- these these are good ones to bring back. Are there any other Disney, um,
1: are there any other titles? Like, Castle in that? of Illusion people loved. Yeah. yeah, That already came back though. I mean, whatever. Yeah, but it, and they're going to bring it back again now as a Disney classic I'm just classic. wondering if there are any yeah. other like movie licenses of that era. The the was the, there a Little Mermaid game? Where's no. cool spot? We need a cool spot. Revival. No, we, am we, I right? We, we really do. We do, man. It was awesome. I love that game. Picking up bottle caps. That was it was all about. Imagine that. Imagine how great that era was. The tood. You know what, what, everybody? We're a soft drink, and we have made the red dot into a character. Why not put him in a video game? There was a period during
2: the 90s where every character had a pair of sunglasses and, like, a self-knowing smirk. Oh, totally. And it was, like, all about attitude. Exactly. Chester
1: Sheeta never left it behind. Oh, my God. He's still still doing it. He's still fucking with people, too. Last time I saw a commercial. Um, Chitty Chat Chat. And kindofunny.com of slash you're wrong says Aladdin on the SNES was the shittiest version of the game. That's why we aren't getting it. What was? It, Super Nintendo? Oh, yeah, Super Nintendo. Oh, was it alone. not good? I mean, according to Chitty Chitty Chat Chat. Chitty Chat Chat Chat. Chitty Chat Chat. <laughs> He's saying Chit,
2: that. chat Chitty, Chitty Chat Chat. Chitty Chat
1: Chat. Now, of course, I can never prove it. Also, you're wrong, though. Imran. It just says Imran. Is it real Imran? I, think I don't the know. Gen-
2: I think the Genesis version was considered the superior version, but I don't think the Super Nintendo version was considered shit, just different and kind of good in a different way.
1: Imran, you give me a text if it's really you. Not that it really matters, but I'm going to read that you're wrong anyway. Aladdin was licensed to Shiny for Genesis for the Genesis and Capcom for the SNES, just because Capcom had the Disney licenses for some SNES games. Disney only owns the Viacom games, so they don't have the rights to, the ca- to Capcom's to titles. Oh, so they kind of had to do it differently. Thus the lack of the SNES Aladdin. Okay, got that it. makes, sense. That makes right, sense. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and nanobiologist, uh, Imran says that is indeed him. Uh, the nanobiologist. Well, what a dedicated co-host! You don't even you don't he's you doing, never watch the, like, the show if you're not on it. You know what I mean? He's
2: like he's like Albert Brooks in uh, broadcast news. You're gonna get this reference. Albert Brooks in broadcast news, he's, like calling in all the information. Yeah, I remember that. I was on the it? Uh, on the on the live. Broadcast. I, I
1: noticed that when me and Barry were here on a Sunday streaming Batman, you couldn't even give us the decency of hosting our stream. And clicked over there. So he so was in chat. I was thing.
2: hanging out in the chat.
1: Yeah, sure. Gracing All you with right. my presence. I uh, got coming down from your mountain, your ivory tower. I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed that stream, by the way. It made me want to play the game. No, yeah. It's, I mean, what a game. You played yeah. it before, right? No,
2: I never played it. What? Oh, th- what? Th- th- that, that, that's that's why I was asking if there was like a um a PS4 or an Xbox One remaster of it that I could get. That's, what we're, we're yeah, that's, that's what we're that's playing. That's what we That's what I want to get.
0: Yeah, i it's, it. it's always on sale. The Return to Arkham is always on sale, and we'll get to later. Especially where, deal would, you, where deal.
2: would you recommend I start? Just with Arkham Asylum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, You got to yeah.
0: do Arkham Asylum, City, and then Night Origins is like hard to play. Like the don't only don't way, like anymore. yeah, you don't really have to play right. Origins. okay. But I it's recommend your wife would love
2: it too. Especially, Especially city. Like, yeah. we both like Spider Man, and it's the same vibe, there you right? Go. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I was thinking Odyssey too, because I know she liked, you know, the open world stuff oh, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. God. God. What? What? A bunch of great games. Let's just cancel. I can't, everything. I can't
0: believe you haven't played them.
1: He's embarrassing. Blows He's embarrassed I mean, I, us. There, there,
2: there, I definitely have some embarrassing uh, gaps in my in my play history. It's yeah.
1: okay. I do too. Not me. We all do. Nah, yeah. no, not me. Nail yeah, it all. Yeah, yeah, you do. No. Every Perfect. PC game ever made. It's because eventually the good ones get ported. What do I care? You know what I mean? If your game is good and the beta testing period on PC eventually comes to a console. If you want to play the inferior
2: dumbed-down version of the game, then that's that's on you.
1: I'm just sitting. I'm very much the guy in the Matrix taking the other pill and just chilling out, enjoying (laughs) my life. Whatever. I'm a fucking superstar over here. Number three. Cyberpunk won't have you choose a gender at start anymore. This is Game Central at Metro. Oh. uh, uh, While I do this, will you open it up and get me... They're talking... It's an interview... That they're doing With someone from CD Projekt Red I just have it as MJ From the interview Because I, cu- I didn't put in the intro I just want to know Name and title Doesn't matter too much Here we go Game Central Asked this question Traditional science fiction Tends to be strangely sexless And yet we see In the real world That that's the first thing People think of When new technology emerges But CD Projekt uh, Keeps getting themselves In trouble With the portrayal Of gender and trans issues Have you changed Your approach To how you deal With those sorts of things In the last year or so MJ says, you know, we really want to make a video game that's really inclusive. Oh, this
2: is an interview? Okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: All right. So you understand where I'm going? Yeah, yeah. Back MJ to MJ
2: is some guy that works at CG, Pro- CG-, CG Project right? Project, yeah. Okay.
1: Back to the interviewer. I've spoken to a number of your devs now, and it's obvious to me they're trying to do the right thing, but it's such a diff- difficult subject. Back to MJ. Got a name yet for me, Barrett? No? Okay. No? I'm in the article, too, and there's like no... There's no intro to the front that says, like, we sat down to talk to... Give me a Mikael second. I got to read through Junkers. Marth,
0: yeah. Marth Junkers, MJ, Junkers? and I right. can't get who is G, GC just uh, GC's game... just that's okay. easy. That's, that's game, game central. central. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, back to Mark. Of course, if you tackle certain subjects, then you will expect people to have an opinion about it and we respect that. And it's good that people give us feedback. And our character cre- and our character creation menu, for instance, compared to the last demo we now give you uh I'm sorry, it's you know how it is when somebody's writing sorry. what they wrote. It's so confusing.
0: And really quick, it's Marth. Marth, Marth, Marth. Marth. okay, not Martha.
1: Yeah, Marth. Why don't you say that name, Marth.
0: Yes, got it. From like the that weird
1: game that that dude. Fire emblem or yeah, whatever, whatever. whatever, But Martha would be from Batman movie Superman. But that's not who this is. Why'd you say that? name? Marth. In our character creation menu, for instance, compared to the last demo, we now give you so many more options. For instance, you don't choose your gender anymore. You don't choose, I want to be female or a male character. You now choose a body type. Because we want you to feel free to create any character you want. So you choose your body type, and we have two voices. One that's male-sounding, one that's female-sounding. You can mix and match. You can just connect them any way you want. And then we have a lot of extra skin tones and tattoos and hairstyles. So we really want to give people the freedom to make their own character and play the way they want to play. And the interview has a couple littler questions around that basically though uh, the interview's are doing a great job of being like as they let in with it right hey like this is something you guys seem to step on this rake all the time in your front yard and hit yourself in the face on this game that everybody loves what's going on with that because I think the next question is like have you brought in people to consult about this and there he's his response is like we're already a very you know uh, diverse team <coughs> we're not bringing in specifically people but we're all working on it stuff. right I thought a great reaction to what happened right
2: I think this is a step in the right direction. I think you're going to see more of this and I think particularly with a game like Cyberpunk which deals with issues of body identity and transformation and stuff like that, it makes sense to me that that they would approach it in this way. Right. That you know, you can the, the idea that you can that you can externally modify yourself to to match whatever whatever it is that you identify as internally. Yeah. I f- it feels like a good match. Yeah. For these kind of issues to be working in this in this game the way they again, are. And again, it's
1: the simplest thing of you're, it's just removing this binary choice of saying if you're male or female, right? right? It makes it so much easier and this is, again, me speaking as somebody who doesn't struggle with these issues or I shouldn't even say struggle with it, doesn't think about these often, right? Right. I think it's a step in the right direction. I think it's nice to see CD Projekt Red, who we have seen, as I said earlier, step on this rake multiple times. Yeah. Be like, no, no, we're taking the feedback and we are implementing that in the game and it, we're do we're working on this to make it a more inclusive. Yeah, game. and
2: the and the usual and the
1: usual suspects will complain about it. Of course. And we'll just ignore them. Everybody will complain. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. The internet. But hey, I thought it was a nice little move. I agree. Number four has a new Apex Legend been revealed. Uh Barrett, if you want in this article to click on which were posted on Reddit, that might help you. This is Cass Marshall over at Polygon. At a GameStop convention. Or no, I'm sorry. At a GameStop conference in Nashville, Tennessee, players may have gotten a sneak peek at a new unannounced content coming to Respawn's Battle Royale game Apex Legends. Among the surprises include a new character, new weapon, and some Halloween-themed content. The images, which were posted on Reddit, show a presentation of upcoming releases for Apex Legends. Can we show the crypto stuff? Uh, the new legend, Crypto, looks relatively low-key compared to additions like Octane and Watson. While he's not wearing a bulky jumpsuit or rocking a radical mask, he does appear to have a sweet jacket and is sporting a side. I do
2: like the jacket. They should Very make nice that. Jacket.
1: Tim would wear that in Harpy. Uh... We may have seen a glimpse of Crypto in the Season 2 trailer at the beginning. A very similar character seems to boot up some kind of program via a computer. Uh, He also appears, parentheses, in a slightly different form in the background of a piece of concept artwork uh, for the character Pathfinder. Data miners have found information on crypto before, making this leak seem legitimate. Well, again, it's the ma- it's the GameStop managers expo over there where they all show new stuff. Charge rifle there is what's going. So I would Im- imagine 100 percent these are. Official if you've area.
2: got, let me let me ask you to speculate here sure. from a game design standpoint. If you if you're doing a class based shooter like Apex Legends, yeah. And you're introducing a character called Crypto, who Crypto. By, by the name and the look seems to be a kind of a hacker. Yeah. Like, what kind of role do you imagine that being from a game design standpoint?
1: I mean, I with all, I will not answer because I'm just not versed in Apex Legends enough to tell you, like, what the roster looks like and what the powers he could have and stuff like that. I think it's potentially
2: interesting because there's always, like, a heavy weapons guy. There's sure. always a sniper. There's always, like, a, a scout, like, a fast yeah, guy. Yeah. Something like this, it's, it, you know, if, if you can, like, hack... Areas of yeah, the map 100%. or whatever to blind. You know, maybe you can shut down the the map for the other team or whatever. I think, I think stuff like that could be really interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah. More power to you. The images are out there. I do believe they're real. Obviously, again, a whole bunch of stuff's happening. I guess Last of Us showed new footage there. Last of Us Part Two showed some stuff there.
2: You used to play this game uh, back on back in the days of the Xbox 360 called Chrome Hounds. Okay, which you may not. Well, remember. I remember the name, but it, I don't was a, the game. it was a giant walking robot mech team shooter. Okay, and it was really cool because you had these communication nodes ba- uh, around the map. And if you could shut down, if you and each team had their own communication nodes, and if you shut down those towers or captured them or destroyed them or whatever, it actually disabled your ability to have voice communication in game with your that's cool with your teammates, right? That's
1: really cool. And you had to
2: get the towers back up so you could so you could communicate again. That kind of stuff is cool. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent.
1: Number five on the Roper Report: Randy Pitchford has been accused of contempt. This is Richard Wakeling at Gamespot. Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford continues to be embroiled in legal disputes stemming from a host of allegations made against him over the past few months. Wade Calendar, Gearbox's former legal counsel, filed a motion on Tuesday in Dallas court or D- Dallas County, Texas, District Court for contempt and requested sanctions against Gearbox, alleging quote discovery abuse and failure to produce certain court order documents quote. Calendar believes. He can prove that Gearbox and their lawyers continue to violate this court's order and hide documents the most recent filing reads. Enough is enough and Gearbox needs to be held in contempt and sanctioned for this behavior. End quote. This follows months of back and forth legal disputes between the two parties. Calendar served, as Gearbox, served Gearbox with a set of eight what I always say, interrogatories, interrogatories, interrogatories. That's a tough one, even for me. Thank you. In February of this year, uh, which the Borderlands developer responded to in March with a one-page document, Calendar claimed a deficiency in this response and requested an amendment. After a week with no response, Calendar filed a motion to compel Gearbox to respond to the deficiency letter. Gearbox agreed to provide amended entire. Intrar- int- and this, interrogatory That's just interrogatory. Yeah Responses by July 3rd But a later 30 day expansion Was pushed back to August 2nd And when the de- latest deadline arrived Gearbox provided their response Which included text correspondence Between Pitchford and Quote A member of the press That he had a podcast with In which the two Discussed the aforementioned USB drive uh, Obviously I cut out the stuff In the beginning Because this is a long enough article As it is But we all remember this right Gearbox Gearbox sued uh, Calendar and Then Calendar Counter sued And said the drive Had kitty porn on it But it, Or no Underage porn But then On a podcast Randy said it was just uh, a, a He was bar- trying to learn magic Barely 18 From a squirting girl uh, Then it, <laughs> And then it was that Calendar's like Well no They say He, he stole 12 million dollars And then And it's just a very public <laughs> Dispute between Two jilted lovers Anyway, so Back to the thing here Alright uh, USB drive uh, Pitchford appeared On the December twenty. Second po- episode of the Piff Podcast one day after calendar- Calendar's suit was filed. During the conversation with comedian and fellow magician host John Van Der Putt, Pitchford mentioned the USB drive contained barely legal pornography. "Quote in response to." Little quote. Is the USB stick falling out or has the internet moved on now? Pitchford replied, Internet is fine. All they care about is if my next video game is good or not. It comes as, this is back to now, calendar quote here. Uh, It comes as no surprise that Gearbox did not want to disclose this very telling document, the latest filing claims. On Monday, ahead of Calendar's official filing, the Dallas County Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals denied Gearbox's request for relief. The company claimed that the, quote, trial court abused its discretion by overruling numerous objections to requests for production of documents and compelling production of certain documents. The appellate court stated that Gearbox, quote, has has not shown they are entitled to the relief requested. end quote.
2: (sighs) I mean, this is not interesting. Personally, this is not interesting. You to want me. to know why?
1: It's not interesting. Well, here, Here's the thing. I, I'll, I, this is behind-the-curtain baseball stuff for you. Uh, I saw this this morning. Uh, I saw it yesterday with the Hollywood Reporter. I saw GameSpot reporting on it today as well. And I, I read through it, and I remember last time around when one of these updates happened, we didn't do it on here, and I saw some enough comments where I was like, oh, people want to hear the blow-by-blow blow of this story. Uh-huh. I think personally until they're in court and something's happening or bombshell Randy Pitcher has been arrested and put into jail for contempt or something like that it continues to be what we've talked about since the beginning where if you remember when we first talked about this lawsuit and we being kind of funny games daily the response it came the initial claim came out from calendar I guess not the initial the counter suit came out from calendar where it was the he had he lost this medieval time USB drive that had child porn on it and he's stealing 12 million dollars and everybody's like, what the fuck? And then Gearbox, the company, put out a statement that was like, listen, he's using language in a very specific way that's clearly trying to make this out to be something it's not out to be, and blah, blah, blah. And the more and more you hear about it, the more and more you run through this, to me personally, and I'll, I'll wait for the court, court to weigh in on all of it, it just strikes me as two friends who were in a business together that have had a horrible breakup and are now suing each other right and you're tr- you're literally nickeling diming each person for whatever you can and yeah. i don't mean like for money i mean like they didn't do this correctly so i'm filing this injunction well, we talked about this is I mean, coming
2: up it is this drip 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 of constant yeah. revelations yeah um look i'm excited about borderlands 3 i look forward to playing it me with too. you on playstation 4 as yeah. you've successfully talked G-G. Me into, G-G. G-G. Um, Look, I, I i don't mean to I don't mean to be dismissive of it. Again, I think that industry observers find this stuff interesting. I think that rubberneckers that like to watch this kind of, you know, gossipy stuff go on find it interesting. Yeah, it's not particularly interesting for me. I do think that if and I'm not naming when any names. When moves start happening, I, I think I think that if people. Uh, are be- people in the games business are behaving inappropriately or doing wrong things that should be
1: brought to light and, and they should ta- be held If I can pause you right there, one of the other reasons I want to put in behind the curtain, right, is obviously we've worked with uh, uh, 2K on Borderlands Three stuff before. Me, Fran, and Andrea went down and did the uh, reveal event back in the day, right, right? Right. And I'm I I would hazard a guess we'll do it again in some form or fashion. Wink. Uh, I wanted in here to show that yeah we're saying that and I wanted as clear as day on the record right that if it's revealed that. Randy Pitchford, CEO of Gearbox, stole $12 million from his company and has child porn. Nail that guy to the fucking wall. Are you kidding me? That prosecute should, if, to the if, fullest if, extent if of the law. If
2: that's the, if, if that's the case with anybody, of course. that
1: should come to light. But I mean, you, know, you know how the, and I don't mean you, viewer, you, listener, but the internet likes to get, right? Of like, I don't want you to think I'm not putting this story in there because, oh my god, they worked with them back in the day. They must have, you know, I don't want there to be hushed tones or something to it. I don't know if I would normally put it in the story because... It's going to continue to be like this. Of another injunction, another allegation, another thing. Like until there's like they settle a lot of court or something comes to it or somebody testifies. I don't know how much there is more to say except these guys are still fighting. These two people are still fighting that used to run this company. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's what it's But I want to say. I want I'll continue to put it in there cuz I don't even think I'm hiding anything. Or like that I that Look, I'm They're going
2: you know. to court. A, a a judge will make a ruling. It'll all come out in the wash. Again, yeah. let's let's wait and see. Okay.
1: Uh I have a wash for you on the Wolfenstein patch notes. Are you excited for that? Yeah, young
2: but I was just so I didn't get to play it. Yeah. Well I mean I, I, it's not that I didn't get to. I, I could have played it. I chose not to because when it came out the reviews were really bad. Yeah. Even though it seemed like it was gonna be good. Um
1: I guess I guess they're patching it.
0: Is yeah. this the <laughs> final item on the Roper Report?
1: This is the final item on the Roper report. Finally a big Dozen. Thank you. I saw in your wrongs. Uh, oh, did you not do it earlier? Yar jun, Oh, j- dropping the ball. No, no, Greg it's me. Did I not didn't get in up. the intro. It's me. Oh, I dropped the ball. It's you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Yar Jun. Uh, jun jun June. You did not say how many items there were. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, right, so so he put in there a Baker's Dozen. I was like, ah, I did forget it. Yeah, him. I did oh, The it, it. chat got was got blowing
0: it. up about it. And I was like, patience, y'all. I'm going to find Guys, I don't know if you missed the beginning It's funny. The kind of funny
2: best friends are like, so used to things being the way they should, yep. like you, make,
1: you deviate from one thing exactly. and everyone's freaking out. Remember when Star Lord's trying to land the ship in Guardians and Drax is out the back and they're falling apart? Yeah. That's how I feel right now. So the really? fact that the show's happening, yeah, as I hurtle towards Pax, not ready. Yeah, this is how I feel right now. The, let alone. T- you know it's a whole other story there's a whole bunch of things happening here today and getting ready for packs and I'm just like I'm just trying to land the fucking plane uh, patch notes 1.0.5 dropped or the, patch 1.0.5 dropped today on PC and introduced an even larger number of player requested features chief among those updates is the addition of checkpoints to towers and and bosses adding a toggle to remove enemy health bars visuals for a more classic Wolfenstein experience and improvements to sister AI that allow her to retreat more often when taking damage from large enemies uh, here are the key the other key updates adjusting difficulties for all boss fights taking a variety of actions designed to reduce the feeling of enemy bullet sponginess granting ammo for basic weapons after player respawn adding more special weapon ammo throughout more difficult areas adding duplicate tutorial laptops to the game to make 100 percent Uh, Completion Attainable. Uh, Fixing an issue that could cause an area to respawn enemies prematurely. (coughs) Patch 1.05 will arrive on Xbox One and PlayStation 4 next week with the Switch patch coming in the following weeks. Uh, Check out more of the patch notes if you need more on it. Just thought a heads up because I know a lot of people enjoyed aspects of it where they were turned off by other aspects of it, you know, as they continue to chip away. You
2: know, we talk all the time about how patching, the, the ability to patch games is often a an excuse to kind of throw something out that's not finished and we do see that a lot but also you know it does it does give them the opportunity to continue to fine tune and address player concerns and things like that this is good yeah 100% no 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 problems here not not everything has to be something we shit the bed over this is fine sure okay
1: nothing is fucked dude nothing's fucked dude (laughs) (laughs) you like it yeah Gary yeah, I'm excited to see what games are coming out today. that I then may get patches in a couple weeks to make them even better. Now, where can I go to find out what's come to the mom and crop drops today? The
2: official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday. <laughs> do,
1: do, 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 do do yeah, Barrett prepare for a change. I'm going to drop the ads here. Uh, Today, we're sponsored by Brooklyn and Upstart. Let's start with Brooklyn. Making your home beautiful is the ultimate form of self-care. You spend a third of your life in the sheets. Don't you want them to be insanely comfortable? So, when you sleep, sleep well on hotel quality sheets that don't cost an arm and a leg. People like us are loving and recommending Brooklinen.com. You've heard me talk about it a million times. I love my Brooklyn sheets. They legitimately are the only sheets we sleep in. We do the thing where I need to buy another set where we wash them, but you don't put the other my spare sheets they don't go on it's like washer dryer back on the bed that's what happens because the the brooklyn sheets are so good Brooklyn Sheets have been named the winner of the best of online betting category by Good Housekeeping. They have reviews from, that are raving reviews from uh, Business Insider, Apartment Therapy, Men's Health. They have 35,000 plus five-star reviews, more than any other online betting company. Uh, of course, you know I love it. You know that Portillo loves it. When you see a photo of Porty on, uh, by the way, if you're an audio listener, Portillo's on the table. He drank Gary, Gary's Diet Coke. It was very he
2: bizarre. T- he took a few sips from my Diet Coke. Very
1: weird. I don't know. Don't tell Jen. Uh, if you see Porty photos of him in a bed, though, it's my Brooklyn linen sheets these are luxury sheets towels and bedding without the luxury markup brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer to my listeners and you can get 10 percent off and free shipping when you use the promo code games at brooklinen.com brooklinen is so confident in their product and their sheets comforters and towels they all come with a lifetime warranty the only way to get 10 percent off and free shipping is the promo code games at brooklinen.com that's b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e-n dot com promo code games brooklinen these are the best sheets ever Up next is Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out of debt is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. Uh, You've all heard the story before, but when I moved here, got a loan, and it had a bad, bad rate on it, Upstart would have helped me. Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate upstart believes you're more than just your credit score they believe in you and they understand that they make it fast simple and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score the best part once the loan is approved more most people get their funds the very next business day over 200,000 people have used upstart to pay off credit cards student loans fund their wedding and make large purchases free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with upstart See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot In hurry to Upstart.com slash KF Games to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and it won't affect your credit. That's Upstart.com slash KF Games. Games. I like to add the echo. You know what I mean? I like that. Make it feel epic. Yeah. Gary out today. Polygon says the Game of the Year edition of Insomniac Games' Spider-Man arrives on Wednesday, offering the base game plus the City That Never Sleeps DLC extension that followed its launch one year ago. Marvel's Spider-Man Game of the Year edition is $39.99 and available through the PlayStation Store and other retailers.
2: Great game, great price. If you haven't jumped on it yet, you gotta get in there.
1: But Abigail Warner isn't thrilled about it. Abigail writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says "Today Sony revealed the Spider-Man game of the year edition, but upon further expect ex- ex- further inspection of the box art, the DLC is not on the disc. The game comes with a code for the DLC, which as someone who still buys mostly physical games. I find very disappointing. I understand it from a marketing point of view and I'm sure it will sell well, but as a consumer, it seems pointless. How much more effort would it have been to put the DLC on the disc? Uh, I'd love so to hear then, your thoughts on this. I, I don't understand
2: the uh, what the marketing point is. Like, why why not put it on the disc? I think it would have taken m- more
1: resources. I think that's the reason, right? What does that mean, though? I mean, it fits on the disc. I, I mean, think right now they're just taking the Spider-Man disc, right, and putting a new label on it, right? And I'm sure there's, there's uh, probably... They don't, don't want to, like, burn a new disc? I would think so, because I think you have to go through manufacturing costs and all these different things and stuff to that that nature. I suppose. I, I, I think that's just the... the I think... I would assume, and, I, and I'm, we're way outside of our depth here. If any of my developer friends who want to be anonymous want to text me and explain, what I mean, to me it's, the not, it's,
2: it's not on the one hand, it's not a big deal to download the DLC and get it on your hard drive, and then you've got it. Yeah. On the other hand, yeah, it should why not it should have been on the disc?
1: I would think it has something to do with the fact of the way the game is programmed the way everything works it knows to ping and look for it in this file folder and this structure yeah, whatever the thing it's not, so it's, it's like not the, it's not the end you the would world. have to go in and redo a disk or redo the network structure but or whatever but we, we got bigger things to worry about all right fine well geez all right sorry abigail yeah Suck it up says Gary Winn. That's a direct quote from the guy who wrote <laughs> No, I th- I th-
2: I think I I think it's a valid question. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I just
1: I, I here's the other thing and this is a not even a you're wrong, but I want it to kind of funny.com/you're wrong. Can you give me examples of other game of the year editions who have done it the other way? Cuz I feel like a lot most of the time and I guess I don't buy the game of the year editions that often, but I feel like hey, it's a game of the year edition, it has all those junk in it, all the DLC. The DLC is still the DLC. I still think you get the code for it. I don't remember many yeah, look, times. And once,
2: and once you put, I'm guessing that once you put the game in, it's going to detect and download the DLC right away. So you, and, you, and you're going to spend hours and hours and hours playing the actual game. So yeah. it's not like you have to wait to get the DLC. It's going to be there waiting for you yeah.
1: when you Path when of least you Resistance, right? I feel like it's just, it's just. I hey, suppose. this is the easiest way if to that's get it what, If
2: that's what enables them to put this out at 40 bucks, Yeah, great. that's also
1: another good point, yeah. Uh, Hookbots. No, Hookbots, not Hook. Hookbots. Hookbots comes to Switch and Xbox One. <laughs> Pantsu Hunter, back to the 90s. Comes. Okay, that one's got me intrigued. You want to see... It? Pantsu Hunter, back it to the to 90s? comes to PlayStation 4 and that? PlayStation I mean, mate, just
2: because it has the word pants in it.
1: Pantsu Hunter. Pantsu. Uh, Headspun comes to Switch and PC. Subaru City comes to Xbox One. Uh, Kamiko comes to Xbox One. Vambrance Cold Soul comes to PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Barrett, how are we looking on Trailer 4? You got anything on Pantsu, Pantsu Hunter, Hunter, Barrett?
0: Uh... I I I saw a thumbnail and I I want to.
1: You're investigating before you throw it up. I appreciate that. Yeah, I want to try. Why is it potentially dodgy? Sounds like maybe some big big old titties, big old anime titties Uh, hanging out there. You know what I mean? Well, it is on Vita. Okay. Oh, okay, that's fair. He, that's yeah, fair. he's got not I can't hear yeah. Uh new dates for you. Spyro Reignited trilogy uh is coming to the Nintendo Switch and PC via Steam worldwide September third. Caravan Stories completes its journey to the PlayStation 4 on September tenth. Falcon Age is on the Epic Game Store September sixth. Oh yeah, okay. Well, okay, we're, we're right, watching. This is his Pantsu. This is the Steam trailer for Pantsu Hunter. Uh from the clip I saw that Barrett had over is there. Is it gonna be dodgy? There, there are some bikinis happening right, for let's sure. See. Okay. It's it's coming to Vita, so like Gary said, it's probably a visual novel. Probably got to rub something, rub somebody. All right. Let's See what we got here. If you're not, it's just a lot, a lot of pants and of of environments. And now we got a girl and a Anime shirt. Anime style. It's uh, Haruka.
2: Okay. I was waiting for you, Kenji. Oh, you, oh yeah. Well, I much, actually wanted, I wanted to be you. with you. Oh, she's winking. Oh, she's it's one, one of it's Okay, again, all right, I get it.
1: Here we go. Anko. Her <laughs> Anko's here, and she says, "How are we gonna wake her up? hee. What, are you, what are you doing this, this for?
2: Here's another character, Yukari Arai. Do you, do you need, need help? help? You don't look well. She's Sorry, I'll noise. be gone for like five minutes. This is riveting stuff.
1: Computer. Anna no, Sakai. just seems like she's in a negligee here, some kind of robe. Now she's now she's in one of those shirts. Done. I am sure. And the car driving. He's, He's such, such a, a filthy, filthy old, old man. man. Only, Only panties. panties. Yeah. It has to do with pants.
0: No.
2: Will help uh, me look at the old look at the old nineties uh, uh, Windows XP. I mean, it's the nineties thing. Find true love. That was actually pretty. That was what I, th- I think that was even before Windows. Find XP. true love.
1: Oh, now we're on the all beach. Right, here's some bikinis. bikinis.
2: All right, I guess.
1: All right, I guess.
2: Pantsu Hunter back, back to, to the nineties. All right, yeah. well if that's your cup of tea, I feel like I know less about the game. <laughs> I feel like I know less about Could the game. Could be an game. easy plan, Greg.
1: It, they never are. No, no. Although all these games that are like, yeah, I'll rub this girl and do this, and like they're never, they're never easy. <laughs> they never guess as easy you were, as you okay, think.
2: I guess you've researched well, this tried. thoroughly. I was okay. like, it'll be
1: hilarious to get a platinum in Criminal Girls or uh, what's the one where you shoot the girls and give them orgasms? Jesus Christ, Galgun, and they never are. <laughs> Like, play for 150 (laughs) hours. Jesus. Uh, Uh, What else is that? Talking Age is on the Epic Games Store September 6th. This Friday, August 30th, CD Projekt Red is doing their deep dive video on uh, Cyberpunk 2077. You can get it on their Twitch. Agent A, a puzzle disguise, comes to PlayStation 4 tomorrow deals of the day PlayStation Plus games for September have been announced it is Batman Arkham Night well okay so I would
2: well I have PS Plus so I could get it but you're saying Um, that's not what I should start with well here's the
1: thing Return to Arkham is which games Uh, it's Arkham Asylum Arkham City Gary what if I told you right now at your fingertips you have access to all these games for free how do I have them an says, "Return of Arkham is on Xbox Game Pass, but what? I
2: don't have Xbox you Game, don't have Game Pass. pass? No, I, I thought you did because uh, I, I got it for a while and I felt like it was. I, t- I probably would take this back now. At the time I got it, I didn't feel like it was a great value. Sure, it may- also maybe, depends may- how much you're using it. Maybe too. I should get it again though. Okay, well then you don't. Because I, mean, I would it. get Gears Five and all kinds of stuff that sure. I want. I can get your code if you want. Yeah, give me Gears Five. Well, no, I'll get you a Game Pass. Yeah, give me Game Pass. Okay, yeah. brilliant, even better. <laughs> okay, so then so I you often got Game say it's not what
1: you know, it's who you know. And if you're not making moves, you're standing still." Uh, so yeah, anyways, you play those two on Xbox And then play yeah. Arkham Knight over there You're done. I'll come back Download it in September, remember that. Just redeem these games, you don't lose anything Just, right add them. Do, right. it. just do it yeah. Good, 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 I love it uh, Time for reader mail I already told you about our sponsors, which is great Can't believe Portilla drank Diet Coke He just had a couple of little, couple of little that laps DC, of it DC, man, that DC around here Everybody's a, Look at it, it gave him the, the energy he needs for the day <sighs> Okay 2038, Pokemon CEO writes in to Patreon.com slash games and says Gary you've written across multiple mediums movies tv comics and games how is writing games different what's easier and what's harder uh are branching pathways of pain geez i could i mean i could give a really long
2: like lecture like answer to that i obviously won't because we're we're close to the end of the show but yeah games i would just real quick games i personally think are the most difficult medium to write for because you have all of the same burdens of you know, that you have in t- traditional media, if I'm writing a TV show or a film, I want to make sure that the story is interesting, that it has a good plot, that it has a good theme, that characters are interesting, that it holds your interest, that it has something original to say, that it's yeah. not derivative. You've got to do all those things in a game as well, plus the additional burden of the character. Dep- can depend on If it's something like, you know, Last of Us or whatever, you just tell a story, there's no branching, there's no real player agency. Yeah. But on something like The Walking Dead, going back to Telltale from the top of the show, brutally difficult to, to manage all those different pathways and to make sure that each possible Path that a player could take through a story is, you know, equally satisfying but its own unique way. Yeah. It's a nightmare, and when people come to me to consult this because I still do a lot of this work, people come to me and say, "Will you help us with this game or that game?" Uh, if it's one of those games that has like branching linear, the branching non-linear storylines, I'm always like, "Okay, I, what am I getting into here?" Because it can be a real, yeah, it can be a real pain. Um, so I, I, I think that when it works, like in the case of something like The Walking Dead or. Um, uh like something like you've been playing Telling Lies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. can the payoff can be fascinating and sure. it's unlike anything you get from a film or a television show. But for the people that are working on those games, yeah, they're a real nightmare. A String real pain. theory
1: everywhere. Oh my could god. Say, really? Ryuji writes in to patreon.com slash kinda funny games and says, What's up, Greg and Gary? How's it going? Pretty well. Pax is here. Uh now I've not mean to ask this question for a while. I just always forget to submit. Greg, you've recently fallen in love with Moonlighter. I did. It was uh, the video game club uh, game of the month uh, two months ago. So if you or whatever, but anyways, patreon.com slash kind of funny games, a buck gets it to for you. Um, I've been there since it launched on PlayStation 4 and purchased it again on Switch for obvious reasons. I commented on a few videos saying you guys should check it out, but clearly, y'all didn't see my little comment. How can we as the community inform each other of dope indie games such as Moonlighter? Around the same time, I was also playing Wiz- Wizards of Legend, parentheses, a rogue like or light or whatever the fuck the genre is called uh, in a spellcasting game, but I play it. But I play it as the Avatar, the last airbender game we deserve. Uh, angry Greg voice. Play Wizards of Legend as well. Well, now I know about Wizards of Legend. Barrett's shaking his head at it. You played it? You don't like it?
0: Yeah, I had to play that for IGN. Big nope.
1: Okay. Uh, but I think it's also about going Uh to the you're talking about how Can you get people's attention and you're talking about us I think kind of funny uh You're talking about leaving comments on videos I think It's about where you go we put up so many videos and we're all On so many different shows that I'd love to spend All day in. kind of funny games daily comments I rarely do I really have any time to So it's uh, when I do it's a treat to go in there And talk to a few of you thumbs up a few things Uh it's if you wanted to talk to me Right like obviously tweeting at me is a really great way To do it uh and then subreddit threads are usually The best for me that's that's the uh forum i exist in the most i know out in the community in, in a community of uh, kind of funny characters out there everybody has different tastes whether it be facebook uh, i love instagram obviously but that's hard to talk to uh nick doesn't like any of it and doesn't do any of it and once every three weeks checks on twitter and then answers a million things
0: all of his tweets nine or 90 percent of his tweets from me
1: yeah, yeah yeah you're doing your job well though barrett you know what i mean there you go gary it's time to squad up this is where one of you writes in to patreon.com slash games. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. <laughs> I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, Ryan needs help on the Epic Games Store or whatever. Epic controversial. Games. Undead Desperado is his name there, all one word. Hello, Gary. I'm sorry. Hello, Greg and Twitch slash Family Game Night Superstar Gary. I've done something I've never done in my life. Used a vacation day to play video games. I have September 13th off so I can play Borderlands 3 all day in preparation. I'm sorry, and in preparation, I would like to add some of the best friends so on release day, we can get all those sweet, sweet loots. Uh, I'm living in the Eastern Standard time zone and will basically be on from launch until my eyes melt out of my sockets or when my wife tells me I've been playing too long and it's time for bed. Thank you guys for all you do. And Gary... It's a shame I can't snag a box of space rocks because my wife thought that would be a great game to play with her sister.
2: Do not actually play space rocks. How many fucking times do I have to tell you? He said it a
1: bunch, guys. It's in, it's in there. It's in the space rocks box. Uh, if you want to play Borderlands Three with Undead Desperado, hit him up on the Epic Games Launcher account. Whatever. I, just, I
2: actually just signed up for the
1: Epic Games Store yesterday. Ooh. What what broke you? What do you control? You? Ah, okay. Too good to play it on PS4. I see how it is. Uh, here we go. Spencer. Uh, oh, sorry. Well, we're, I
2: want all the ray tracing and the shit that the PS4 can't do, Greg. I want the best version of the game. Whatever,
1: man. Whatever, dude. Uh, we're going to go to You're Wrong. Of course, if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, we ask you to go to kindofunny.com slash You're Wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, podcast services around the globe. Spencer says, Breaking news uh, Jay and Silent Bob mall Brawl, exclusively revealed on Kind of Funny Games Daily, will be on sale on on actual NES carts next week, September 6th, from Limited Run Games. Nice. That is true. Yes. I meant to, I got a heads up NES about game? that it was going to happen, but then I it never, I didn't get a, an embargo time, so I was waiting on Limited Run to announce and that kind of bill. it's Yeah, you can get it, I think, on PC as well, but they're doing a limited run on the actual oh, NES cool. cartridges. Oh, I like that.
2: Oh
1: nanny says the telltale price was not disclosed no i'm sure it wasn't lots are in here but it's one of those where a lot of people are uh, you know saying the same things because we asked a lot of questions so that's great y'all did a good job but now i just gotta you know go through here do this there was a little mermaid game for the nes thank you very much that was that was okay okay um Uh, Chad writes in and says, I played a lot of SNES Aladdin and while the Genesis version is superior, Chitty Chitty Chat Chat is a heretic and wrong. (laughs) The SNES version was still good. That's what I thought. Mm. Uh, This now here's everybody trying to tell Gary how to get uh, everything for free. I'm glad you're doing that. Wait,
2: how do I get everything for free? I like that the Batman stuff. In oh, the Batman, right. Okay. Yeah,
1: where I did all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, going through here. Uh, Lord of Pwns says the Spider-Man Blu-ray was already close to 50 gigabytes per... Uh, I'm sorry. The Spider-Man Blu-ray, Blu-ray was already pl- pretty close to the 50 gigabyte per disc data limit. The oh, DLC well, would have well, required I mean, that another that would disc. Be the, that would be the simplest explanation. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, Shontosaurus Rex said Fallout 3 and New Vegas had extra discs that would install the DLC offline. But again, you to manufacture you don't, the disc If you print more discs, the price goes up, and they're trying to bring the price down. So yeah, that's why that exactly L.A. Noir
0: do. was a big failure, because that thing was on, like, three discs for the Xbox 360. You remember that?
1: Didn't play on the Xbox, so I didn't know anything about that, brother. You know no. what I'm talking about? Yeah. PS3 had it down. One disc, I think. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, Skyrim had the DLC on the disc. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was, yeah. DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn was on the disc. Okay, so I'm, I'm moving on. Depends on the all game. All if the disc
2: is already maxed out, that's the simplest, ex- simplest explanation.
1: Yeah, it seems like uh, back to random where he's pointing to a GDC conference where, yeah, they were talking about how big the disc was. So that's that seems to be the thing. Jesus Christ, there's a whole bunch of stuff here. What? Yeah, okay, that's just people talking. Okay. Are these I think this ne- this well. next
2: generation of consoles, Greg? Are they going to be using presumably like the, the UHD... Uh, 4K disc format is that going to be the the is that how the the new the new games I assume, physical? I, oh, I assumed I you know. would know.
1: I, w- I know when you start talking about anything about 4K and that kind of crap and ray tracing. Well, but I thought you might know something about the next generation of PlayStation. Even if, if I knew anything about the next generation of PlayStation, you think I could tell you, Gary, mm. on mm. camera?
0: I don't know anything about anything on the behind the scenes. So, Gary, I'll I'll just give a I'll throw it out there. I think they will. I think they'll. I mean, upgrade yeah. It. I mean, they're, yeah.
2: if they're going to be doing 4K, 8K games, they need that.
0: They They need need the room on the disc, right? Yeah, Yeah. and, like, the 4K discs are already, like just as products themselves of, like, when you go out and buy 4K uh, Blu-rays and stuff, they're starting to get uh, cheaper and cheaper now. Yeah,
1: so. yeah, they're not that much more expensive than the Blu-ray. Yeah, uh, There's a whole bunch of Shovel Knight stuff happening. It seems like they did, like, a Shovel Knight Nintendo Direct, in quotes. It's not a Nintendo Direct, but there's a whole bunch of stuff. I, I have a feeling Tim will recap it better than I could right now. So, But if you're a Shovel Knight fan, there's a whole bunch of fucking breaking news right now about Shovel Knight. Okay. And a whole bunch of different things. So look into that. Ladies and gentlemen... This has been kind of funny games daily. Remember each and every week down a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news. You need to know about if you like that, be part of the show, patreoncom slash kind of funny games, watch us recorded live, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, watch it later, youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com podcast services around the globe, housekeeping or hosting stuff for you, uh, games is still happening today. It's going to be myself, Fran, and Imran Khan. Uh, you can watch it live, patreon.com, slash games. You can get it, of course, for free, youtube.com, slash games on Monday. But if you want to watch live 2 p.m., it'll also be on demand tomorrow. One thing will have to be muted. Yeah, today we're going to mute something live that I'm embargoed on, but then I, as of tomorrow, or well, Friday when it goes live, it'll be fun. Uh, Thursday and Friday, it's going to be Tim and Andy. No one's asked Andy. If not Andy, then Barrett, and then Cool Greg will have to drive the show. So there's a whole bunch of contingency things happening over here. (laughs) Tim's eye might be falling out of his head. Nobody knows what's going on.
0: Maybe there's a Snow Games Daily tomorrow. Maybe it's canceled. Harrison. I guarantee
1: that doesn't happen. All right. <laughs> if I have to fly back here from PAX just <laughs> to do it, or if I do it on my phone would, with Streamlabs, you're out. I'm running, really the, I'm
0: running the shows for the rest of the week. I'm in control. I kind
1: of love the idea, actually, of if it all went to shit, me just doing a selfie st- version from my hotel bed. Yeah. The lo
2: fi version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, me and Gary, GG, are headed to PAX West. And the Arcade Expo. We hope you see you up there. Come see Gary. Yeah, come say hello. We keynote. don't bite. Yeah, and Gary, actually, I was really impressed. He asked me if I want to walk around the show floor together, so I think that might be happening. I do want to have that. Do you you want to come play Pokemon Go with me? No. Okay. But I'll walk around with you while you play Pokemon Go. Okay, great. All right, great. Ladies (laughs) and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.